Thank you for having to be here. Um, my name is JL, and I am a songwriter, um, but I like to refer myself to myself as a storyteller, and I'll tell you why. Um, and I'll tell you this. The first time I wrote this song, um, I remember everything about writing this song. I remember that it took me a really long time to do it. I remember that I was on a plane when I finished it, and I remember the first time I sang it to a friend of mine back east. She said, wow, that song's beautiful. Who's Barabbas? And I thought that was really interesting because um, that, that it was funny to me, but it also made me feel like I was a storyteller. And for those of you who don't know who Barabbas is, here's kind of a picture of him. He's a gentleman on the right with the chains. 
And he was a, um, a criminal around the same time that Jesus was arrested. And when the mob calling for Jesus' death was, um, was asked if they should release Jesus or Barabbas, the crowd chose um, to release Barabbas and Jesus was sent to the cross. And that's one of the things I love about stories. Stories are everywhere. And this man, he's really, you don't really hear much about him, but if you really think about it, he plays a really important role in the plan of salvation. And stories unite us. And I'll tell you why I think this on another story, with another story. This is a, an artist's depiction of King David. He's one of the most powerful and beloved kings of ancient Israel. And um, when, you, when you think of being a powerful king, you don't necessarily think of one of them saying these words. When King David said, who am I, Lord God? What is my family that you have brought me this far? As, it were, as if it were not enough in your sight, my God, you have spoken about the future of the house of your servant. You, Lord, have looked on me as though I were the most ex exalted of men. And so for me, that was really interesting because a king who's really powerful, who, who is really beloved, doesn't really understand or doesn't really feel worthy of the love of God. And that makes sense to me. And I get that. And I think that's a powerful story. And this chapter, it's First Chronicles 17, is all about... God telling David about how much he wants to bless him. And so I wrote a little song about it. It's called Let Me Love You, and I hope you're blessed.
and I don't know if you noticed, but that, um, that song was written in the perspective of God. And I think that's another important part of stories is that perspective is everything. The stories we tell ourselves about ourselves are really powerful. If you say, you know, I'm not worthy, I'm not strong enough, I, I'm not worth this, that's, 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 that's saying something to yourself and that's really, really powerful and that kind of motivates the, what you do and what you say and, and the things you do in your life. But perspective is everything. And um, I was just thinking about what God's perspective is about us. And I, um, and I really like these next few verses. Um, this is Jeremiah 29, 11, and a lot of people know it, but I really like how it says in the King James Version. It says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. And that really blew my mind because me, I'm on God's mind. And I thought that was really, really powerful. And it goes on to say in Psalms, how precious are your thoughts about me, O God? They cannot be numbered. I can't even number them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And I think that's really, really important. Just because, just because I'm on God's mind, and I'm on God's mind all the time. And I think that's really powerful. And it kind of changes my story from I'm not strong enough. It changes my story from I'm not powerful enough to to even if all these things are true, God is thinking of me and God has a plan for me. And so that, that really kind of motivated this next song, which is called All the Time, and I hope you're blessed.
Now I shared with you why stories are important to me. Um, stories are everywhere, stories unite us, and perspective is super important. Um, and so now there's a story that I want you to hear, and it's, re it's really become important to me, and it's really become kind of the reason that I d do what I do and why I think I'm a storyteller and why I am a songwriter. Um, so I hope that um, this story kind of reaches out to you um, in this night. It's early morning and Benita Nepali is finishing up her chores in the mud hut she shares with her impoverished family. She jokes with her elder sister as her mother Durpati cooks breakfast. Benita is a child by day and a sex worker by night. Is this a job for a 14-year-old child? This is the age to go to school. She's forced to do this because we don't have enough to eat or wear. Earlier I fed them, now they are feeding me. The family belongs to Nepal's body caste, so-called untouchables, whose women traditionally work as prostitutes. Benita's mother and grandmother did it when they were young, and now it's up to her and her sister to support the family. Her father was killed during the country's decade-long civil war. Benita earns as little as $2 per customer, but even that is a lifeline for the family. She dropped out of school more than a year ago, but still dreams of a different future. I think I can still go back to school after I earn more money. I want to study and get a job. An almost impossible dream. Prejudice and discrimination against body women is rife in Nepal. Branded as prostitutes, it's difficult for them to earn a living any other way. Uh, people have to recognize why women have been in that um, profession. Have we have been able to create any alternate for these women? Uh, if not, do we have right to um, segregate them? Advocates like Sapna Pratan Mala are fighting to highlight the plight of Badi women with some success. But that is little solace to Benita and her sister, who can never return to their childhood and are already following in the footsteps of their mother. This is why stories are important to me, because stories are everywhere. And this is what I think a story is or telling a story is. It's like being in a dark room and lighting a candle or lighting a flame. And being in that dark room, um, will, is the darkness is vast. But once you light the flame, the darkness is powerless against that one light. And I think um, these things, these stories are not pretty, they're not sweet, um, they're not happy, but they need to be told. And they, people need to know that they're going on. So I just want you to think about what you just saw and just be in silence and just think about what that does to you. I don't know how that affected you, hearing that story. Um, but for me, 
and learning about um, the sex trade and how big it is. Um, it affected me, I became angry, I became upset, I became upset, but I just felt overwhelmed. I knew that I wanted to do something to help, but I didn't know what to do. And I, um, and I suspect that's how a lot of people here feel. Um, this is something that's going on and it's huge. We don't like to talk about it, but it's real. Um, so I did the best thing I could do was to write a song called Five Million Week. And the reason it's called that is because um, at the time I first heard the story, there were an estimated five million children around the world um, who were being exploited. Um, and I come to find out years later that that's a gross underestimation. Um, and there are many, many more children who are being exploited currently. Um, so the song is called Five Million Week. The, the stats are a little outdated, but the feeling remains the same. Um, and I just want to share that with you. play on your guitar mama said baby you'll go far mama said if you do it right mama said you gotta play nice mama said count your blessings twice mama knows it can end tonight cause in your hands yeah in your hands you know the blood runs deep baby your hands are strong to deliver five million weeks. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead now. Tell yourself that it's all in your head now. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead now. Leave it alone and it only goes colder. Let the pain wake you up when it's over. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead now. Johnny said we are one tonight. Johnny said we can burn out bright. Johnny said if you dare to move. Johnny said grace is high and low. Johnny boy, we will never know if we're late or we move too soon. So use your hands, yeah, use your hands to wake you up from your sleep. Maybe your hands are strong enough to deliver. Five million week, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead now. Tell yourself that it's all in your head now. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead now. Leave it alone, it'll only grow colder. Let the prize wake you up when it's over. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead now. Jesus says, go and light the world. Jesus tells every boy and Jesus says, here's what you will do. Go out and find the least of these and pretend you do unto me what you would want done unto you. Because with these hands, you know these hands. They come the raging seas. Give me your hands. I'll use your hands to deliver. Five million weeks, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead now. Tell yourself that it's all in your head now. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead now. Leave it alone, it'll only grow colder. Let 
So after hearing that story, I want to tell you another story. I want to tell you a story about Rajendra and Sarah. Rajendra and Sarah live in Nepal, and they saw this need um, of, for these children who were um, being trafficked as sex victims. They saw this need, and they decided to do something about it. And this was six years ago, and they didn't know what they were going to do. So they decided to go to these poor villages, and they decided to educate the women and children there. They decided to go to the borders of Nepal where many children are lured out of the country to go into neighboring countries with promises of jobs, which promises of education and a better life, only to be trapped again in sex slavery. And they decided to educate people there to stop it. They decided to go to prisons where mothers lived with their children. And these mothers had been um, prostitutes in the past. And because when they came back to Nepal, weren't able to get another job, they had, to re, um, they had to become prostitutes again in Nepal, and the cycle started all over again. So what they did was they educated these people, and they saw this other need. They saw a need of the children of the people in the prisons system that they needed a place to stay. So they began a home, and they called it the Three Angels International Mission. And this mission, the need was so great, the mission grew exponentially. And these children were given a home, they were given a family, they were given an education, and they were, given, they were given love, and they were also given the opportunity to learn that there's a God that thinks about them all the time, despite what anyone else had told them about them. I want to tell you a story about Nilmani, and she's, and she's a, a friend of mine, and she lives here in Loma Linda. And she's right there. This thing's not working. There you go. She's right there in the middle. She went to Nepal to do a needs assessment with her aunt, and she decided that she needed to do something from here, from Loma Linda. So what she did was she, when she came back home, her and her cousin Arlene, they brought together a group of friends. And they didn't know what to do, but they knew that they wanted to improve the lives of the children in Nepal. So luckily I was included in that group and we got together and we decided to raise awareness by doing things like this. And also in the next coming months, we're gonna send out um, supplies to the children, whether it be school supplies, shoes, um, whatever they need. That's, what, that's our goal. And the goal, because of that, the reason these people did this is because they believe the narrative that God gave them. Despite what anyone tells you that you're powerless, God tells you that you are the light of a wor the world, and a city on a hilltop cannot be hidden. And being a light is like being a storyteller. It's like going into a dark room and lighting a flame, and the vast darkness is powerless against it. Because even though this, this darkness is great, we have someone who's fighting this battle with us, and it's God. And I just want to share this song called Battle for you. Oh, Lord, this burden 
So to end, I just want to tell you that you're going to hear a lot of things this quarter when you come to university at worship. And what I want to tell you here to, um, this morning, um, now that I have this chance, is to tell the story, to be the light of the world. Maybe the story that you need to tell is the story of these children in Nepal, and that's great. And if you'd like to kind of join the cause, you can see me afterwards. But maybe your story is something different. Maybe it has to do with the children of San Bernardino. Maybe it has to do with the people sitting right next to you. But you have everything that you need to tell the story because you are the light of the world. So what I would like you to do is to shine because, because I wanted to show you what that um, verse where it says where the light of the world ends in. 
In the same way, let your light shine for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. And that's what it's all about. It's about praising God by shining and by telling the story. This next song is called Worthy One. I know that you don't know it. It's meant to be sung um, as a congregation. So if you catch on somewhere in the middle or anywhere, um, feel free to sing along. You're my savior, my king, and the praises I bring can't compare to the power of your love. Carry songs like a torch, but my lyrics fall short of the Father, the Spirit, the Son, Savior, come. Lord, you parted the seas, calmed the storms within me, gave me life when you conquered the grave. Through the ages and ages and ages, you are and continue remaining the same. Come, Savior, come. Come, Savior, come. And I'll sing every